As we continue in worship, I invite you to stand in body or spirit and join in our call to worship. Light looked down and saw darkness. I will go there, said light. Peace looked down and saw war. I will go there, said peace. Love looked down and saw hatred. I will go there, said love. And so it came to be that the Lord of light, the Prince of peace, the King of love, came down and crept in beside us. Please be seated. Let us prepare the way of the Christ child, the one who is coming to bring us peace. Peace is holy. Peace believes we can be better than our history suggests. It allows us to lay down our burdens and find a settled rest. Peace is God's dream for the world. Glimpses of peace help us anticipate 
not only the birth of God's love in Bethlehem, but also the birth of God's promised day. As Isaiah prophesied, it is a day when the wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain. The prophets cried out, because they believed peace was possible. We light this candle today, still believing that peace is possible. The light of Christ is coming into the world. Beloved, when we sin, we are breaking relationships, relationships with God, with one another, and ourselves. And when we break those relationships, we are not at peace. Christ offers us peace beyond our wildest understanding, and when we confess our sin, we are allowing that peace to seep into every broken place in our lives. So let us now join our voices in our prayer of confession. Incarnate God, we sing of a silent night, but we long to hear your voice. We sing of joy to the world, but we are too familiar with sorrow. We sing, O come all ye faithful, but our own faith is often lacking. Draw near to us, O child of Bethlehem, come into our broken places with your light and your life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Family of faith, no matter how much time passes, God continues to say to us, you are loved, you are forgiven. That is the foundation of our lives, the truth upon which we build our faith. So rest easy, for there is grace and peace here, because we have heard the good news. We are loved, we are forgiven, we are claimed. Thanks be to God. Amen. We call Christ the Prince of Peace because he indeed brings us peace that surpasses all of our earthly understanding. And we have that peace because Christ has claimed us 
and forgiven us. So let us now share that peace with one another. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. You are now invited to share a sign of peace with your neighbor while we stay in our seats and at a distance. As you continue greeting one another in peace, we'd like to invite our youngest worshipers to come forward for a time together here on the steps. Good morning. Good morning. It's so good to see so many of you. Should we sit up? You want to? No. <laughs> Some of you might need to help us get up when this is over. But I wanted to read you a book today. It's one of my favorite books. It's with Elephant and Piggy. Some of you are big fans. And it's called Waiting is Not Easy. So Molly and I are going to read this together. And just if you don't know them, so this elephant over here, his name is Gerald, and this is Piggy. All right. Gerald, I have a surprise for you. Yay. What is it? The surprise is a surprise. Oh. Is it big? Yes. Is it pretty? Yes. Can we share it? Yes. I cannot wait. You will have to. <laughs> wait? What? Why? The surprise is not here yet. So I will have to wait for it? Yes. Gruh. <laughs> oh well, if I have to wait, I will wait. I am waiting. <laughs> waiting is not easy. Piggy, I want to see your surprise now. I'm sorry, Gerald, but we must wait. <sighs> I am done waiting. I do not think that your surprise is worth all the waiting. I will not wait anymore. Okay, I will wait a little bit longer. <laughs> it will be worth it. <sighs> Piggy, we have been waiting too long. It's getting dark and darker. Soon we won't be able to see each other. We will not be able to see anything. We have wasted the whole day waiting. Well, um... We have waited and waited and waited and waited. And for what? For that. Here's what they were waiting for. All those stars in the sky, right? That was worth the wait. I know. 
Well, that was a good story. And why, what are we waiting for today? Christmas. Christmas, that's right. We're waiting for Christmas. And what happens on Christmas? Jesus is born. I heard it in the middle of everything else that happens. That's right. So we, we are excited for so many things, including that Jesus is born and all the presents. Jesus is born, so we wait for that. And we are also waiting for the day when Jesus comes back and makes everything that's wrong in the world right again. So we wait for two things, really. We wait for Jesus to be born and all the fun that goes with it. And then we wait for Jesus to come back, too. Yes, sir. Santa's very busy that night. Yes, so is Jesus. Being born is hard work. All right, so we're going to wait just like Gerald and Piggy, and let's pray together, okay? So repeat after me. Dear God, thank you for Christmas. Thank you for Jesus. Help us to wait. Amen. Amen. Today's scripture reading is from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 11, verses 1 through 10. First, let us pray. As your word is read, O God, waken our ears, inspire our minds, and encourage our hearts. Help us to fully understand your truth and understanding it. Help us shape our lives around it. Amen. A shoot shall come out from the stalk of Jesse, and a branch that shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with the righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord 
as the waters cover the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning. We look forward to sharing with you um, this cantata called In Terra Pax, uh, written by Gerald Fenzi, who was a British composer in the early half of the 20th century, uh, first half of the 20th century. And this piece was written in 1954, and it's a setting of a poem by Robert Bridges, who was a British poet laureate in the early, uh, early 1900s. It's a bit of a narrative, and so the composer has written it in such a way it tells, very much tells a story of an individual who is gazing out on a Christmas Eve night and is cast back in time uh, as he remembers what it must or imagines what it must have been like that first Christmas Eve. And so the narrator starts the story, and then it transfers to the very familiar words of Luke 2. And the choir sings, um, sings those words uh, that we know of the Christmas story. And then it returns back uh, into the present day. So we're going to feature Johnny Felder as our narrator this morning, and Daisy Lawrence will be our angel. There are a few musical ideas I think you'll enjoy listening for, uh, and uh, the composer has paired them with text. Uh, so you hear um, the phrase, fear not, and you hear that little musical idea several times, and you hear um, a, a little melody um, associated with the words peace on earth, and you hear another melody, glory to God. And so listen for those musical ideas, the orchestra has them, and even as they set the scene and take you through time, uh, you'll be able to picture, I think, uh, what it must have been like. This is In Terra Pax.
Beloved, with that music ringing through our ears and our hearts, let us stand and say together what we believe using the Advent affirmation. And so we say, we believe that God has come to us, that God brought us into being, that God gave us breath and purpose, that we have been blessed to be a blessing to others, that we have fallen short of this commandment, but that God has nevertheless loved us despite our brokenness. We believe that God is coming to us, that God is not willing to leave us alone, that God is coming to us as a particular human being, that God is committed to flesh and bone just like ours, that Mary will soon give birth and Joseph will soon clap his hands in joy, that Jesus Christ will be born to us, making our salvation complete. We believe that God will come to us, that God will have the final word, and that word will be good, that God will give us the presence of the Spirit to continue our work, that we are called to be disciples to all the ends of the earth, that the day is coming when crying and sorrow and suffering will be no more, and all will gather at the table to sing an endless Alleluia. Amen. As you are seated, let us join together in a spirit of prayer. We do sing an endless Alleluia on this day, O God, echoing the angels who sing Gloria. We lift our voices in concert with theirs because of who you are and all that you promise. Your story of salvation shows up in every chapter of scripture and in every moment of our lives. So surely it is okay if we get carried away with beauty and awe this morning. The world could use some beauty and awe these days. For there is still violence in schools and there are still tornadoes that tear through towns. There are still people hurting and there are still so many ways and places our brokenness is on display. So God gift us with a bit more beauty and awe, won't you? For awe is the only response to your incarnation. You see all that we are, and still you choose to say, I will go there. And so we sing of joy. As we walk the long and winding road of grief, remind us of resurrection. As we navigate anxiety and depression, enter into that reality with us. As we stare down the road of age, our own and our parents, grant patience, perspective, peace, and purpose. When we are unsure about next steps at work or in relationships, show us the path and guide our feet. Trusting that you are with us in all things, we sing of hope. And remind us, God, that your love is not just for us, but for the whole wide world. Raise our consciousness to pay attention to our neighbor, the one who is easy to love, and the one who is harder, the one we think of with longing or compassion. 
and even the one we cannot for the life of us understand how they came to think what they think. Nudge us to remember that you love them just the same as you love us. Draw us ever closer to one another until us and them fade from our vocabulary. In all of this, we are drawn closer to you too, and so we sing of peace. The truth is, God, when we sing of joy and hope and peace, we are singing of you. So hear us when we sing with the angels and when we pray the way your son taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, in just a few moments, as we collect this morning's offering, the choir will sing Silent Night. But the truth is, nights cannot be silent while so many of God's children are crying out. The church is the body of Christ in the world today. And so where sorrow and pain and suffering are, we are compelled by our faith to say, we will go there. Your contributions enable all of our ministry, both the beautiful worship in this place, as well as the beautiful reaching out of God's love in our community and our world. We do all that we do, hoping and praying, working toward and trusting that just like it was one night so long ago, there will be a silent night again soon. So let us live toward that silent night with our gifts and offerings now.
pray. Holy God, you call us to live generous and grateful lives. We ask that you receive these gifts we offer today and use them to fulfill your ministry. Make these gifts help heal the sick, comfort the lonely, feed the hungry, house the homeless. And may we be Christ's hands and feet in the world as an offering as well to be peacemakers. In your name we pray. Amen.
They are simple, familiar words. And yet, we still work at them to make them a reality. May this Christmas season hold for you the opportunity to bring those words to life each day. And now, may the joy of the angels, the gladness of the shepherds, the wisdom and worship of the wise men, and the peace of the Christ child be yours this day and always.
Good job, y'all.